1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news and his bucket's full today. Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? We're good. Good. A little bit of sunshine here. Finally. Oh, nice. Not here. No? No. Nope. Sorry about that. All clouds all the time. <laughs> That's Come that, on, man. That can't be true. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. Sun's coming. The Midwest, the Midwest in March. Well, now it's April, so. Do you want to start with uh, your list of things, or do you want to start with viewer mail? Um, let's go with the mail. It's always fun. All right. And this ties <laughs> he, he in. Said, he said. Well, this clearly <laughs> ties in with uh, a topic you were going to cover anyway. Uh, it says, multi-pronged question for our music expert, uh-huh. Gary Graff. With the ultimate pass, with the untimely passing of uh, Taylor Hawkins, can you discuss Foo Fighters' current and possible historic importance in rock slash heavy music? We'll start oh, wow. with that one. Yeah, no, that, that's a good question. I'm, uh, you know, to a degree, a little too early to write that story. But the one thing I would definitely say about the Foo Fighters is, is they're the last or one of the last rock bands with a capital R and a capital B. And what I mean by that is just a rock band that matters. You know, somebody who gets us, a band that gets us excited, a band that people are watching and has made the same kind of connection as all those great bands of, of the 70s and 80s and to a degree the 90s did. We really haven't had a lot of rock bands kind of settle in to, uh, to that stature in the last 25 or 30 years, but the Foo Fighters are the one. So, so you know, definitely no question and an important rock band, and I think that'll continue, That'll depending on what they decide to do after the passing of Taylor Hawkins, you know, I think that's a relationship that, that'll only grow. You can't go out and just get another drummer in this case, right? I mean, he was pretty unique. He was. He was very much a part of the personality of the band. He was definitely foo number two beside, behind yeah. uh, Dave Grohl, uh, you know, just a tr- tremendous part of the band, the band's sound, the band's look, the band's personality. He was a tremendous personality. Uh, in his own right, I often liken him to the kind of a flesh and blood rock and roll incarnate of animal from the Muppets. Yeah. You know, just with the flailing limbs. <laughs> that, and, no, that's a know, good comparison. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I the thought hair, that was supposed hair. to be Phil Collins to begin with, like modeled after Phil Collins. In, in a way, you know, he certainly he certainly took the lesson that yeah, you can be you can be more than just a guy who plays drums. I mean, he was a front man in his own right in some of his own projects. Uh, he usually had at least one song that he sang lead on at a Foo Fighters show. So there was, there was a lot there. And, yeah, you can't just, you don't just replace somebody like that. But I, I do believe the band will go on and wants to go on. Uh, Dave Grohl, sadly, is no stranger to losing important people in his bands. So he kind of knows how to navigate that. But I think they're doing the right thing in pulling out of the Grammys on Sunday, canceling all their tour dates for the balance of 2022 and take a step back and sit back and decide what do we want to do? You know, what is our next step? There's certainly drummers out there uh, who could do it. The one name that's being bandied about a lot that I, that actually came to me 
in the wake of this is Nick Collins, Phil Collins on, you know, Genesis played what at least they're claiming was their last show, you know, six days ago in London. So, and then you, now you have this kid who went out there first with his dad and then with Genesis. And, and then you would have all the Muppet connections brought together just like that. The look you, of the old Phil Collins with Animal. You said uh-huh. you said uh, Hawkins played like Animal. Oh, yeah. And now you've got Nick Collins coming in, possible. Oh, he's a, he's, that's your that's that's anyway. others, my myself and others. I mean, you know, the Foo's are not saying anything, nor should they at the moment. But they've canceled everything for the yep. year, right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, this is not just the kind of thing where you where you call up somebody and okay, you're gonna you're gonna fill in and we're gonna do these dates. Plus, they're they're devastated personally. I mean, he, he, this is a very tight knit band. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about that for a while. Okay, they. Uh, they lose a member, uh, uh, an important, loved member. They cancel their shows. On the other end of things, we had Adele, who, you know, was having boyfriend problems, so she canceled that was, a show. That was the story anyway. Right. Well, that was part. That was, well, she said it I was the I think it was stage. more than boyfriend shows. Yeah. They just didn't have their act together. Which it's becoming increasingly clear they didn't have their act together in Vegas. Now, whose fault that is? You know, they say the buck, the buck stop, he stops here, so do you put all the blame on Adele? You know, she's the artist, and, you know, Adele looks after her business a little differently than, say, Dave Grohl looks after his business. So it's really the people around her who I think dropped the ball. Okay. And, and the, the, her show just wasn't ready. But at the time, we said, shove the piano out there. Well, yeah. And do the show. Yeah. Sure. Sing the songs. Sing some songs, yeah. Now, somewhere in the middle here, we have... <laughs> Eric Church, (laughs) who canceled shows because he wants to watch a basketball game. He is canceling his sold-out Saturday night show in San Antonio, so he, as a proud North Carolinian, can attend attend the Duke UNC game in person. So he is going. He's going to the game. So in person, he's he's not going in person with his family. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm canceling the show to watch it on TV. Okay. It's, it's, I gotta go, you know, his whole mea culpa to his fan base, what he calls the church choir, you know, he, you know, he's <laughs> like, please indulge me this one act of selfishness. <laughs> you know, this means, as, this means as much to me as you, as coming to see me means to you, meaning as fans. Now I'm not outraged by this by, you know, but I think it's really kind of Bush league to sell all those tickets and get all these people to come to. Or is it San Antonio was where the show was supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. Um, have them make plans. You know, the, the arena has to be staffed. There's, you know, there's thousands of people, uh-huh. thousands, tens of thousands of people affected by his decision. Oh, he's yeah. going to stay home. And I think it's very Bush League for him to stay home that evening. And I'll say it again, because you picked the date. Right. Totally. 100%, 100% agreement. This is tacky. And that's the polite, that's the polite term for it. There's another okay. term I have in mind that we won't say on the air. Okay. But no, I mean, listen, if this is the kind of thing that you're that passionate about, don't schedule concerts during March Madness. Boy, it's not that, that is, hard. Boy, the the, the panel, panel is yeah. all together on that one. Everybody <laughs> has said that. What are you scheduling basketball concerts for with the tournament going on? Yeah, I mean, it, granted, you know, your team could get knocked out in the first round, but you know, if this well, is going to mean if this is going to mean that much to you. And he's not a fan of, you know, St. Peter's. Uh, 
UNC has been to the uh, NCAA tournament 21 times. Final yeah. four, 21 uh, times. Final his, four his a number of times. Yeah. There's always a chance they'll go. They have a great program. His thing is that they've never played Duke in the final four. Before. Well, and, and this is, you know, so to a North Carolinian like him, this right. is, this and the is common, back nirvana. The common response around here was Duke and North Carolina play each other a hundred times a year. <laughs> right, but not but not <laughs> no. in the final four. I, it's his, I mean, we all agree this is BS, you know, yeah. and, and tacky okay. and Bush League and everything. But he has not said, oh, well, well, okay, I'll do the show, forget it. Well, God, and he babies, and not just that, he canceled the show. It's not even postponed. Right, right. Yeah, he, just not so even like, going to be a show. You know, just... seriously, dude. <laughs> okay, no, that will you that, have, well, that doesn't fly. When will you have access to Eric Church again? Oh, almost never. I mean, okay. other, other than waving to him from my seat at one of his shows, he's, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he he once he got big, he he clammed up when he was coming through doing the. Uh, doing the club shows he'd show up on your door to talk to you yeah all right well, um so i guess now everyone's gonna go see morgan wallen instead that's not true they're i don't know be, who i don't know who his basketball team is right let's hope we don't find out anytime soon <laughs> well he can avoid any troubles unless, by, unless he really likes the bucks then he can cancel whatever he wants. cheryl crow comes to games yep cheryl crow's a big fan got a jersey a middleton jersey yeah she was very outspoken about her buck love which is fabulous yeah there are so. far worse fans celebrity fans to have than Cheryl Crow uh part two of that question the Dave Kroll album mm-hmm. uh your thoughts on that the you mean the uh are they talking about the uh what is the from the studio 666 uh, uh the 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 oh faux God. heavy metal band that's probably what it is you yeah know, thoughts on Grohl's metal release Dream right Window. yeah this is yeah. you know he basically did it as that band that's in whatever they're called death magnetic or whatever that's a metallica album but uh oh by the way that, dave Grohl had a broken leg and showed up for shows for remember? shows right yeah remember but he didn't have a basket but he didn't have a basketball <laughs> game to watch so <laughs> you know he, did, he not only didn't he not only showed up for shows he played he finished the show where he did break his leg. Yeah, okay, so, thank you. Yes. So, but anyway, as for the album, it's fun, yes. right. it's, a fun, it's a fun album. I'm not, uh, I'm okay. not throwing my Metallica albums away <laughs> to, to replace them with that in my collection, but it's a convincing metal album. It's a char- you got to keep in mind it's a character album. It's, it's this band that's in this rotten movie that they made. And, uh, <laughs> And, but it's fine. It's convincing. He's done metal before. He had a thing project called Probot, and you know, of course, was in Queen, played in Queens of the Stone Age. They're not a total metal band, but you know, he's played that heavy kind of music before Nirvana, for that matter. So you know, Dave Grohl knows knows his way around a little bit of metal, and it's it's fun. You know, you put it. You, I, I've had it on a couple of times and listened to it. All right. Well, the Grammys are coming up Sunday night. They are Sunday night. What are the? Uh, how long? How far into the show will we get before? Who is the master of ceremonies? Uh, this Noah. year Some, it what, is something Noah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Anyone going to slap him? You, you know, I think there's going to be a barric a barricade with sharks in it. <laughs> <laughs> Baby yeah, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think the Grammys will be a model of decorum. Um, it's kind of low-key again this year. You know, last year they did it in Los Angeles with a lot of distancing and different different locations. This year it's in Vegas, and some people, a lot of people are traveling to it, but not 
you know, it's not it's not going to be the full kind of turnout like you'd have when it's in Los Angeles or New York. So it's it's going to be it's going to be kind of a uh, I guess kind of, kind of a lower lower key, you know, Grammys than we've had than we've seen before. Uh, there will be some you know some good performances. Uh, Silk Sonics apparently going to open the show. Uh, John Batiste from Stephen Colbert, who's John's the leading nominee. So he'll be there. BTS, Billie Eilish is going to play uh, her, H-E-R. Chris Stapleton is going to play John Legend. Um, there's nothing that's, that's, that's like a Grand Slam type of performance, which is why uh, they're apparently still talking to, according to reports, uh, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga about doing something. There's also a rumor that they're going to rescind their ban of Kanye West and maybe allow him to perform because they feel like they need some some star power and controversy. That is going to be a bad idea, and I'll tell you why. Because he's been quiet for <laughs> a couple of weeks now, and I feel like it's just all going to build up. And if they put him on stage with a microphone, that he'll just explode into yeah. that microphone. You, 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 know, you buy your ticket, you take your chances, right? <laughs> Um, so, so we'll see if that if that comes to be. I I was very surprised to see this surface yesterday, especially given the events of the Oscars. It's like, do you really do you really want to put a known loose cannon into the proceedings? You know, yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith. That was a little bit of a surprise and out of character, right? Kanye was, you know. Uh, they want to. They want to put on a show. They want anything they, that can happen. They want eyeballs. No, they want eyeballs. hundred yeah. percent. You know, yeah. they've been suffering. They've been suffering uh, declining ratings. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so if they luck. put Pete Davidson a few chairs away from him. Exactly. Oh, or have Pete, oh, or have Pete, David, yes. or have Pete presenting an award. No, so would, there we go. They would get beat up too much for like, well, you're cashing in on his mental illness. Then you're you're taking advantage of Kanye, right? Right. You can't do uh, that. Yeah, they would do that. You they, get it right. But if they're honest, they should say yes. That's exactly <laughs> we what we're doing. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll see. Okay, I like the honesty. So, sure, yeah. here we are. So, well, they're not being honest. We're being honest for them. Is Paul Simon going to sell <laughs> right, his, right. Is Paul Simon going to sell his half of the Simon and Garfunkel stuff? He is reportedly uh, trying. That's, Does Garfunkel uh, still own his half? Garfunkel will still own his half. So, you know, well, Garfunkel, A, does still own his half, and B, you know, still, you know, will still own it, even if even if um, Paul Simon sells his share. Paul Simon, of course, last year uh, sold his solo uh, catalog. Now he's looking at selling it, apparently, to the, his share of the Simon and Garfunkel, apparently to Sony Music Publishing, which also bought, um, you know, his solo catalog. Uh, valuation of that, you know, they're not entirely sure what the purchase price would be. Estimates say that the Simon and Garfunkel catalog generates about eight and a half million dollars a year. So, what's that worth to somebody? You know, probably in the, I would think in the fifty to two hundred million range. How long do they have projections on that? Are there um, people who go, well, it's making eight million now. We project that it will make this much. They project, but they don't know. Squat, really? Okay. You know, it's it's all speculation, and you know, and it's really about the aggressiveness of the buyer. You know, once you have this catalog in hand, what are you going to do with it? You know, and are you going to do more than has been done with it before? 
Aren't there any other famous Garfunkels? <laughs> I mean, you mean like the other part, the the, well, the the second the second among equals type of thing? Yeah, just I mean, I've heard people with unusual names before, and then you go, oh, oh. Well, there's someone else with that name, but I don't think I've ever heard of another famous Garfunkel in the whole world. They're trying hard to make for to make his kid James famous. Yeah, you know, he's a sing he's a singer as well. So they're working on that. Really? That's, that's oh, yeah. his real name, right? That's not it like is, our Engelbert yeah, yeah. Hump, you don't, Humperdinck you don't like or a, anything. Right, yeah. No, you don't. Nope, you know, that's he my was name. Born he, came, to... he, came, he came out Garfunkel. <laughs> right. Father uh, well, Jack originally, Garfunkel. Originally, Simon and Garfunkel were Tom and Jerry. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. they said, let's just use our names, right? Yep, they just, exactly. Yeah. So And Art didn't say... You want to be Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> and, and, and actually, Garfunkel said to Simon, you want to be Garfunkel and Simon? Oh, and well, Paul yes. Said, yeah, no, no, you want to be Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, you always wonder if, because, you know, you think Garfunkel and Simon, I mean, it, it would sound as natural as Simon and Garfunkel if that's what they had done. Sure. Right. Yeah, but after, after 60 plus years. You know, you, you can't change it. It was no. like when um, when Paul McCartney changed the songwriting credits to uh, to McCartney Lennon. Right. You know, it was like, wait a minute, that doesn't it doesn't look right. It doesn't sound sound right. We've had fifty, sixty years of Lennon McCartney. I, so no one would buy Jerry and Ben's ice cream or even listen to Brian and Bob. <laughs> right. Yeah, they'd be. I saw Dusty, uh, no, it was Billy Gibbons talking about the ZZ Top name, and whoever was interviewing said, it's such a cool name, where'd you come up with it? And he said, well, it's a cool name because we were successful. If we had sucked, you'd go, what a stupid name, ZZ Top, you know? So he goes, it all all has to do on how you do. I think you could look through a list of bands that never made it and read some of them and go, oh, that's a cool name. Too bad they stunk. No, there's 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 quite a few out there like sure. that. But I get what he means. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber is being sued for is being sued by a photographer, we call him paparazzi. Right. For using a picture of himself? Right. Well they he's he's using no, he's being sued by the paparazzo. Um in this case the guy's name is uh, Josiah Kamu Kamal. And uh Bieber on Instagram used on an Instagram post, used a photo that this paparazzo had taken of he and his wife Haley in New York back in 2020. So the photographer saying that's, you know, unlawful, unlicensed use of my photo, even though I'm a low-lying scumbag. You, you, can't, you can't use my intellectual property in your own post. And, you know, guess what? The photographer's right. Okay, he is well, Yeah, right. let okay. me step in, in for the so photographer because that's what he does for a living. He takes right. pictures of whatever and sells that right. to whomever. And, and the, same thing, the same thing goes for, like, if you took a picture of Justin Bieber and put it on your social media, Justin Bieber can't take it and put it on his social media. He could share your post, and that's, that's okay. But he can't use it for his own post. Well, and I'll say he has access to himself for a photograph all the time. Right. It's not when, like just like when can he not like... take a picture of himself? So if you want you to know, do that, I don't, fine. I don't know if I don't know if it is the he just liked this particular picture or he wanted to flip the bird at this part of this particular photographer. You know, he could have he he could have mitigated it a little bit by giving the guy credit in the post. You know, just saying this photo by the guy could still sue him because it's, 
you know, Justin Bieber's it, social media will be considered commerce. Is it him flipping off the photographer? Is that the picture? Not in the photo. No, no, no. no okay. No, but, I, but if if using the guy's photo without permission yeah. is a is a gesture of disrespect. We've heard this a million times before that that's our last show, and that you talked about this a second ago at Genesis that they just finished up their tour and they've said that's it, we're done. And I saw Phil Collins, and he just does not look like he is the picture of health. No. Uh, sitting out on stage singing those songs. Are they really done, or do you think you think Phil will get the bug to, to do something eventually? I think I think they mean it this time. You know, this was last Saturday in London and they you know, Phil Collins said during the show, you know, this is this is the last Genesis show. Now we have to go get real jobs. Um, huh. but I but I think it is. I think that I think he's done as much as he could with his, you know, physical condition. And it's a lot of wear and tear, not just being on stage, but the travel. I think everybody expected them to come back and play some dates in the, the U.S. West Coast because they skipped that in the fall. But no, I, I, this one, I believe he's done. Interestingly, a rumor just surfaced this morning, so I can't speak to its veracity or not, that now Peter Gabriel is talking about going out with the other two guys, with Tony Banks and Mike Rutherford. Um, sometime in 2023, and, so, do, and doing the old, doing the really the old, old, Genesis. old, old Genesis, Genesis. Song. Yeah. If he does, if he really does that, hopefully grab Steve Hackett too. You know, the other guitar player, because he's the guy who's been keeping the old Genesis alive with his solo tours. So this is a guy who would deserve to be part of something like that. All, All right. right. Well, we have a source to keep us up to date on those kind of things. Yep, you do. All right, Gary, we're out Thanks, of time. Gary. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Right, you and, too. Uh, enjoy the Final Four. Yes. Yeah. yeah, not going to an Eric Church show. Because... I don't have to cancel out on anyone. <laughs> yeah, you can listen, you <laughs> to, can listen watch to a little Eric Church music between games. If you want. <laughs> All right, we'll talk All right, to you next week, Gary. Weekend.